Dad. Well, just when you think you're safe, think again. What's left in this world that's pure and sacred? Nothing. Or, or? Okay, yes, yeah, Sealy, that was a little intense. But here's the thing, Dad. We went to the cool carb. It's a can. And then Mooney brought his whole crew. They showed up out of nowhere. They started ripping stuff, breaking the whole thing. It was awful. They were trying to steal this cool sun rock. They were so tough, and we thought all was lost. But then a bunch of monkeys and a big fox came to help. And my girl, Darla, did a one-two swipe and got the sun rock back. And now she's an espion. Espion. But whew, it was a close call. Gotta go, Dad. I'm gonna drink some Pharrella Gatorade. I need electrolytes! Hello, friends. We are back. Hi. Guys, wasn't that last episode so good, though? <laughs> a lot of things happened. So, as we have come back, we are picking up uh, just right where we left off. Darla came bounding back with the stone, evolved, super exciting, but also all of these big ape-like guardian blazing creatures have dragged Ringo back kicking and screaming. Woo! And they are all sort of like in a huddle around him with one main one sort of holding him down. And this fox Pokemon with its nine tails is walking toward him ominously. Um, Darla, I would love to uh, relish in your evolution more, but hold on one second. And Pearl would like to scan that Pokemon. Uh, which one? The ape looking dudes or the fox? Honestly, both. Okay. So you do a quick scan as it looks like they are uh, about to do something with old Ringo here. Hands are shaking. <laughs> but you're like, what is happening? As you scan one of the big guys, your Pokedex says, Darmanitan, the blazing or Zen charm Pokemon. Its internal fire burns at 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit. How is that Zen? Making enough power that it can destroy a dump truck with one punch. That's not Zen! When weakened in battle, it transforms into a stone statue. Then it sharpens its mind and fights on mentally. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Oh, wow, Ringo, you're in a bad spot. And then she would like to scan nine tails. Great. You then scan the Ninetales, as your Pokedex says. Ninetales, the fox Pokemon. Legend has it that Ninetales came into being when nine wizards possessing sacred powers merged into one. Uh, okay, okay. Everything stop for a second. There are wizards officially in Pokemon canon. Now, what? Have you listened to Kanoko Origins? Valid. <laughs> This Pokemon is highly intelligent. It can understand human speech. It is said to live a thousand years, and each of its tails is loaded with supernatural powers. How do you know this? It's my job. Okay, but you don't do the best job always on your job. Debatable. Okay, not a debate, and also, what are you saying? Hey, doesn't it look like those things are about to rip that dude apart? Whoa, you can see that? Are you talking to me? What? What? She throws it. Are you doing anything? Um, I don't feel like I have the right to necessarily. I look up to Sully. Well, no, it looks like they're about to rip that dude apart. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, um, Sealy? Or, or. This is what we've trained for. Or. We put on our, uh, detective glasses. You do. Time for good seal, bad seal. Am I right, Pearl? Sealy? Or, or. You know we've been training for this. Or, 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 or. <laughs> And we, we uh, bounce over. You bounce over there as it looks like they, <laughs> like, uh, Ringo has gone from kicking and screaming to now uh, just a look of pure terror as, like, all of these big, strong things have surrounded him and are holding him in place. What are you doing to, uh, 
deal with this situation. We go right in the middle and say, wait! <laughs> I think we need to know a little bit more. Seely, can you get that covered for me? Just give us five minutes, okay? All of the big ape-like Pokemon just look to the fox with nine tails as it tilts its head looking at you and gives a very slow and regal nod and takes a step back. I bow back. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, I say, Seely? Darla? SP? Hit it. And they both smack Ringo on the cheeks, Darla with her tail and Seely with her flippers. All right here, buddy. Just because they're taking it easy on you doesn't mean I take it easy on me. You. Tell us what you know. I grab him by the collar. I ain't squealing. I ain't saying nothing. Oh, yeah? Well, I've got a flipper and a tail that think otherwise. Slap, slap. <laughs> Ow. Ow. And, uh, Seely? It is bad cop, bad cop, bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> All three bad cop. Luca intervenes. Okay, 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 okay. Luca, no, we gotta tell this guy that we mean business. Right, no, I think he's got the point. He's being held down by these Darmanitan right here. I, I, th- I think we're good. Yeah, that's right. And I prop myself uh, against some of the stones. So you're stuck here whether you like it or not. And we're your only chance of making sure that this old nine tails doesn't make you into a s'more. So start talking. Make an intimidation check with advantage. Yeah! 16. He is sufficiently frightened at this point. Yes. Less by the fact that there's, like, a 10-year-old interrogating it, more of the uh, <laughs> surrounding circumstances of the big, awful things that are holding on to him, and also Sully, uh, who with Tang has gone around and sort of blocked any potential exit once again. As she lets you continue talking, as it seems like you're making some progress, he says, All right, fine then. What you want to know? Well, we know who you work for. We know what pokies you have. But we want to know why. What, why we came here? Yeah. Why did you want the stone? Mooney had a buyer lined up. Didn't say who it was for this exact reason. But he had a buyer lined up and, uh, well, money's good. So, yeah, that's why we came here to grab it. Nobody else was using it as far as we knew. Uh, insight check on that. Okay. Uh, that is 12. Seems truthful enough. Seely? Ooh. You know what to do. Ooh, ooh. She sits on his feet. She does. (laughs) Oh, all right. What what else? What you want to know? What else do we need to know? I don't know. Like, if he knows anything else about Mooney, what what else they were, if they were stealing anything else, I don't know. How did Mooney enlist you? Me and Mooney used to ride in a gang together years ago, and we uh, recently met back up. What was your gang called? I mean, we didn't really have, like, a a cool team name or nothing, because, you know, anonymity and all that. We didn't really want to leave a calling card or something like that. Well, that's just weird. <laughs> well, frankly, I don't understand all these people walking around. I'm team so-and-so. I'm team this and that. Just get your work done. Be done with it. Right? Don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah, but then when you lose or... Yeah, then if you lose, nobody's the wiser. But if you win... If I win, I still get to keep on operating in quiet and not be bothered. Alright, alright. We're from two very different worlds. Starla! <laughs> and SP! She, she begins to, like, uh, tug on his hair. <laughs> Okay, all right. What? What do you... What? We know you know more. Well, you're going to have to get a lot more specific if you want to know what I know, because I know a lot of things, but I got a lot of things I don't need to tell you. Have you ever met El Drago? What? Have you ever met El Drago? No. Do you even know who that is? 
No. Ah, oh, great. We know more than this guy. <laughs> Why did you trust Mooney? Well, we grew up together. At least well enough. Knew him for a long time. Does he ever give you a cut of whatever he makes? Yeah, that's why we do what we do, because of the money. The money's good. That's how we get by. Man, I bet it's pretty small compared to what he gets. Plus, huh, he left you here. Well, he didn't intend to, but nah, one, one of these nah, big nah. things grabbed me off my Zeb Strike before we could teleport out. You never had a shot, man. He was coming into a house scowl with a party of four when he really should have been going co-op with a party of one. <laughs> that didn't even make sense to me. No, it did, it did not. She slurped some coffee that she like, <laughs> brings her. Thank you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. What can you tell us about uh, your shadow Pokemon? I ain't got one. <laughs> Another reason not to trust Mooney. He doesn't think you can handle it. And apparently you cannot. Well, it's not like he made his. His was given to him. He's not the one doling him out. Who's doling him out? Tell us who his supplier is. Silly, sit on the feet again. And she sits down on his feet a little harder. He's like, all right, fine, 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 fine. Look, according to Mooney, he's got a buyer that he works with a lot. I don't know if it's this person you're talking about. I don't know. Throwing out names, I don't know. I like to know less. But he's got a buyer he works with, and he's been working between this buyer and also another third party. Whoever this third party is, apparently, offered to make Mooney's Meowth and the Zatu stronger with some sort of experiment. That was, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago. He already had them. They're a little different than the last time I saw them. And then apparently, Jess's Murkrow was a gift. I don't know. Now, can you get this thing off my feet? All right, all right. L lighten up, guys. Lighten up. Ooh. Now, uh, where'd you say you and Mooney met again? As kids, right? Where are you from? We grew up right now in Manita Town at the crossroads. Look, have we ever been there? No, we haven't. We decided to skip going by there coming this way. It's to the south of here. Okay. Luca, do you have any questions? I don't want to be, you know, driving this whole ship. <laughs> if you have some questions that you would like for Luca to ask, but I don't want to drive the interrogation. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Pearl is bad cop. Luca is good cop. Okay, yes. How much money were you going to get from this job? 500000 Man, cheap pennies, am I right? She turns around and, like, wipes her forehead. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Make a deception check. Nine. Now, you know as well as I do that ain't true. Money's good. Mooney said the buyer wanted it. Had it all lined up. Wasn't nobody else using it. Wasn't supposed to be anybody else out here for miles and miles. Seemed like a nobody gets hurt kind of situation. I don't know. Where's Mooney going now? I don't know. Yeah, right. Sip my coffee. Man, nothing like a hot cup of joe on a hot steamy day, am I right? Wouldn't you give for some cool Gatorade about now? She looks at Tufus. <laughs> Tufus and Max are both like standing there, arms crossed, ready to go batter cop on him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, I wouldn't mind. It is quite hot out here. I, I'm a bit parched. Oh, wow. Steely's such a beautiful water type, you know? She can make a blizzard from thin air. I'm not just talking about the ice cream either. So why don't you tell us where Mooney's going? Well, I don't know where he is going. I know where he would have been going if we got it. That's good enough. Would have been going back to Amanita Town. We were supposed to make the transaction there tomorrow. Ain't happening now, though. Can you stop with my hair? All right, Sealy, blast him. <laughs> she gives him a surf. Oh! <laughs> it's like a 
fire hydrant on a hot day that, you know, is getting tested. It steams as the surf hits the hot clay floor. The Darmanitan, get out of the way. Nice. <laughs> as at this point, he's aware of the fact that he's not really going anywhere. So they've kind of let go and stepped off a little bit and are standing over near the nine tails. Hey. Yeah. How is Mooney able to just escape out of thin air? Have you seen him do that? Yeah, that's what we were about to do. Ah, fudge. Wait, ha-ha! We did, he didn't do it! Well, he did. I didn't. Because that thing over there grabbed me off my Zeb Striker. Wait, but how does it work? Is it his Pokemon, his Chantler? It's his Zatu. Oh. It can teleport. Used to be it could only teleport him and Mooney at once, but ever since whatever fancy dude I happened to it from whoever these people are that he knows, it can teleport a lot more at once now, that's for sure. Wow, he really doesn't tell you that much, huh? I like to not know things. Then why do I know you're so afraid right now? She sips her coffee again. He looks over at the nine tails and the Darmanitan who were just waiting to, you know, get, get their chance at him. And he says, gee, I don't know. Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah, it is hilarious. I'll be chuckling about it later today. All right, anybody else got any questions? <laughs> We're about to give them up to the nine tails. All right, look, look, look. okay, okay. What if you take me off somewhere and not hand me over those things? I got 50000 stashed away in my place in Amanita Town. If you take me to it, let me go. I'll give you the money. Never have to worry about it again. We both I go walking. Broke. I know that's not true. <laughs> I mean, deep, yeah, sure. I probably should have bought some new shoes, but like, I take care of my Pokemon instead. <laughs> Sully actually comes up to you and says, "Now look, Pearl. I actually don't know if we should turn him over to these things. As, as tempting as it is, because, uh, well, honestly, I think we should take him to the actual authorities." Yeah, I think so too. If he's got any other information, we can't get from him right now. Good point. Good point. Way to be an adult, Sully. <laughs> All right, Sully. You know what to do. She handcuffs him. (laughs) Do you have anything else that you want to try to ask him, or are you good? It's a long road to Amanita Town still. So, you know, if you want to get chatty on the road, we're all ears. (laughs) He's just silent and sullen as, like... (laughs) I don't think that Seely actually has like handcuff handcuffs to put him in. Totally does, guys. <laughs> Cartoon pockets. <laughs> I think that what happens is she. Zip ties. We zip tie him. She puts some like toy handcuffs on him, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, cool. I'm sure that that's gonna work." And then <laughs> Tang just like grabs him by the shoulders, boom, and headbutts him, nice. and he goes unconscious. Nice. All right, good job, Tang. All right, Seely, Tang. I'm gonna let you guys try to express the need for him to come with us instead of. Just leaving him to the nine tails, because I feel like I'm I'm inadequate in my pokey language. <laughs> Darla, come here! You look amazing. So Pearl and Darla go off and play a little bit, and uh, I think Luke and I we also try to introduce the meowth a little <laughs> bit. But should we like role play Seely and Tang trying to get? Yes, okay. yes, please do. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Um. Okay. Well. Uh. Hi there. I am Seely. Hello, Seely. The Nine Tails says, just very, very slow and reserved. Uh, yeah, well, it is a pleasure to meet you. You are a beauty, and, uh, wow, really, really admire your team, she says to applaud them. We're really big fans. Uh, I would like to apologize for any small damage my my pal Darla did. She's just really curious. Same with my trainer. But I swear they have good intentions. It's obvious that they have good intentions. Oh, 
good. Well, you know, we're all on the same team here. Promise, promise. Uh, but yeah, I think my trainer, uh, well, she knows a couple investigative people who are a little bit better suited for this type of work. I mean, I just sit on feet, but, uh, she knows a couple people, uh, including a Batman and, uh, annoy Batman. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I think she wants to try to get this punk to them. As all of the Darmanitan are, like, looking and watching and still sort of, you know, heaving up and down a little bit, and they're looking at Ringo, who is currently, uh, I think, being sort of slumped over, got a little bit more, like, makeshift tied up and slumped over the back of Dozer, who's just waiting. The Nine Tails gestures to the Darmanitan and, uh, has them walk over back to the cairn and you see that uh, these Pokemon start to pick up the stones and they begin stacking them back up. Great job, guys. Great job. We'll, we'll help it. It's just a second. Really admire your work. She's still just applauding. <laughs> you wish to take the one who desecrated the cairn. I mean, I don't wish to. I think we just are obligated to. Hmm. Make a persuasion check for Seely. All right. She got a 16. Will this man face justice for what he's done here today? Oh, yeah, definitely. He'll be behind bars. And the others? Not ice cream bars. Uh, the others? Oh, well, you know, we'll keep our eyes out for him, and if we find him, we're definitely going to put him behind bars, too. I've put up, I've, I've, I've taken a whole evil submarine before. I've gotten two perps. Two perps in my past. Hmm. Uh, look, uh, uh, I can tell that you're a little bit more of a advanced Pokemon. You, maybe you know this. And she waddles over to Pearl's backpack and gets the Gracidian flower. Uh-huh. And shows it to Ninetales. We're trying to um, um, bring more light into the world and, and help innocent pokies and take care of punks like this. Hmm. Interesting. You wouldn't happen to know Shaman, would you? The Ninetales just stands there for a moment, all nine of the tails swaying back and forth in the air for a moment. I wish to speak to the humans. And Ninetales goes over, and her eyes glow bright red for a moment. And Pearl, you, Luca, and Sully here in your minds. I wish to speak with you. Oh, guys, guys! Oh, Sealy, Sealy! Wow, whoa, whoa! Hi! Sorry, uh, we got distracted. You wish to take this man from this place? Totally! I mean, well, I don't want to, but this adult right here is telling me that I should. But we'll definitely be putting him behind bars. That's what I said. The dugong says that you know Shaman. Is this true? Yeah, we love Shaman. Um, here, and then she... Oh, Celia already found it. Oh, no. This is very interesting. Do you know Shaman? Yes. Cool. I bet you guys celebrate the holidays together. Yes, we see each other at the company potluck. <laughs> see, we're working on Pokemon like this, and she shows lovey. Oh, that one is tainted. Yeah, we try to bring bring them back. Um, Fanta used to be like that, and she pulls the Fanta out. Wow, it's getting to a regular old party. Oh, hey, what's going on out here? Oh, oh, well, hello. <laughs> and Fanta maybe explains how, like, once was a shadow and mm-hmm. now is back to normal. Absolutely. The Nine Tails looks at Levy and looks at Fanta and says, You are capable. And these two are also capable. I saw. And she looks over at Darla and Max, uh, who fought, and she says, Good to see you again. And she nods to the Oranguru, who <gasps> nods back. <laughs> well, you may be who I've been waiting for, then. Say what? I have waited many, many years for someone to take the stone. Wait, what? 
Mozart. Are you sure? Luca, 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 are you hearing what I'm hearing? Yeah, no, I am hearing it. I am in fact hearing it. Sully, are you hearing this? Yeah, no, I'm also hearing it. <laughs> as Luca has, uh, as you pulled out like Levy and Fanta, he also let out uh, like Clefairy to say like, yeah, no, we're, this is what we do. Yes, I've waited hundreds of years for someone to take the stone since I have been placed as guardian of the solar cairn. Someone must take it until it is ready to return. Whoa, whoa, okay, okay, why? So that it's protected? Come see. The Nine Tails walks you over to a part of the wall where you see some more hieroglyphics and things that are, you know, pretty familiar to you in style. Oh, yeah, we totally know how to read these. Here is a hot place full of hot stones. (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) As you look at the carvings on this wall, you see that even though it is similar to like the unknown runes and things like that that you've seen before, it is not necessarily a language as much as it is more hieroglyphic and pictorial in nature as you see what looks like some sort of story or prophecy or something or other that goes across the wall here. And so you walk along and look at these carvings uh, that depict what looks to be some sort of sequence of events. So, as it starts off, you see that carved uh, is the stone which you put back on the pedestal, like a depiction of it that appears to be directly under the sun. There are also, throughout in these carvings, pictures of other Pokemon that are like fire type or associated with the sun and warmth and things like that around it. Pokemon like Ninetales and Darmanitan and others are, you know, depicted on this wall. But it seems as though as it goes on and you look at more of the carvings, there's one where the stone seems to open up with this like heat that goes from it to the sun as it seems then more connected to it rather than just under it. And then, as you go on further, you see that opened-up version of it, uh, where it looks like there are these little sort of sunbeams coming off of it in different locations and things like that. And then it returns to this same place that it was originally at in the carving. It then looks to be opened up even further in some sort of winged creature that then flies up to the sun. So Ninetales seems to be saying... From what you can gather looking at that and from what she has said, that the stone has to go and then come back and that she has been waiting for somebody who could take it and would bring it back. But are we supposed to take it somewhere specific? Okay, okay. From what I'm getting from this, as a Pokepologist, number one, I can't believe I missed this the first time I looked at this stone. Uh, Number two, so you want us to take it, but where are we taking it to? And if we bring it back, then this Pokemon, she points to the flying Pokemon, comes. Let's get some legends. (laughs) Give me that lore. The stone holds immense power. The stone must go throughout the region. I do not know the specific places it must go, but it must be taken, and the stone must open to reveal what is inside the source of the stone's power. And when that power source has opened up enough and grown enough so that it can fly back to the sun, that is where it is supposed to go. Wow, it sounds kind of more like a magical egg, don't you think, Luca? Yeah, no, that's kind of what I'm picking up. Is this an egg? The Ninetales just looks like it is the Radiant Stone. This is all I know. I know that I was tasked with guarding it. And I know that it is supposed to leave and return so that the power that lies within it can return to the sun from whence it came. 
sounds like our cup of tea lady. Let me tell you about the time we brought a spirit tomb back to its tomb and then uh, beat it. <laughs> do you regale yeah, the I nine do. tails with that tail? I do, re- I do regale that tail. Nine tails regaled that tail. <laughs> I still have the briefcase. She plops it down. I am satisfied. Will you take the stone? You do not have to, but I believe that you would be worthy to take it from this place and that you would bring it back when the time comes. I look to Luca. Yeah, I think we could do that. I mean, we'll bring it back if we're supposed to bring it back, yeah. Oh, totally. No doubt about that. And then I think Pearl goes up to Tang. <laughs> Tang, um, I know this has been a really important part of your life here. Are you okay if we take the stone? <laughs> and Tang, with his big ape hands, grabs you by the head and just places your head okay. next to his. Okay. Forehead to forehead this time. And telepathically you feel... The stone is not what is important. It is the place. I have the knowledge that has been bestowed upon me by it. I can do as it did here and teach those who wish to learn. Cool, 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 cool. Well, then I feel good about that. <laughs> so, like, you know, stones left, but you know what? We still got tanks, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, We're not no- depriving any pokies. No, no, we wouldn't want to do that, would we? Sully, are you okay with this? I don't want to crush any, like, secret themes. I mean, you poured a lot of time into this place. I think that what's most important for me right now is to go with you all to Criminy City. Yes! I was hoping you'd say that! She's coming back, folks! She's coming out of retirement! Here she goes, she's gonna kick your butt! And let's go to the Criminy City! Do-do-do! City! Do-do-do! Sully! Do-do-do! Sully! Do-do-do! She is fighting and I should have saved this for the bigger episode Cause we're not really there yet But I was thinking about it so much That's okay, you just bring it back as a reprise later Oh yeah, it's definitely gonna be better that time around She's out of breath (laughs) It's hot Silly, hook me up (laughs) I definitely did way too many steps just then She was doing, like, the steps up to the temple. Oh, absolutely. You know, in true, in true fashion. <laughs> but Sully says, I'm going to go with you to Criminy City, and we're going to take him to the authorities and make sure if he knows anything else that they can find it out and that he stays where he's supposed to. Oh, guys, 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 side note. Can we not tell him he's going to Criminy and just think that he's going to the Omnitown? Amita? I mean, he'll probably know quick enough if we're going west instead of south, but... Yeah, I gotta just want to see him realize it. <laughs> Works for me. Cool, cool, thanks, guys. You also see Sully go over to Tang, who is just waiting there and just fanning himself uh, with his leaves as she just goes to him and she says, do, do you want to stay here for a while? That seems to be what Pearl said, but is that is that what you want? And the Guru just grabs her by the head and places his forehead against hers for like a long moment and then... They both hug each other. Me and Celia are hugging each other on the side. Like, oh, man. You love to see it, don't you, Celia? <laughs> and Sully says, I understand. I'll see you soon. Oh, it hit me in the heart. And the Oranguru <laughs> goes over and doom, 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 steps over to the actual cairn itself and begins picking up stones and helping the Darmanitan piece it back together. All right, Ninetales. I think you got a deal. Good. And the two of those that helped, the Espion and the Riolu, bring them here. They were definitely playing off somewhere else, and, like, Darla was just teasing Max. Yes. Guys, guys, look up 
official. And she's like, wait. <laughs> I will give them the power to tell you when the stone is ready to return. Oh, If you great. do not know. Great, great. Really appreciate that. I saw that they tried to learn what secrets it held before the intruders came. It is good that they wish to learn. They have much to learn, and I will help them. And you see the Ninetales eyes glow this fiery red once again as the stone is actually telepathically picked up from the pedestal and comes over to the area in front of y'all. It glows with this fiery energy as the midday sun comes directly down onto it. And in that turquoise spot in the middle, which you're pretty sure is not something separate, it's just this one part that seems to glimmer a little bit more, you see this light coming from it as then where there are these sort of sunburst patterns on it. There are these orangey yellow wisps that come from it as it floats in the air and spiral around Darla and around Max. You see both of them glow with this fiery, sunny energy, and both of them begin to change a little bit more. Darla, who is freshly evolved into an espion, just floats up a little bit, and her eyes glow, and the gem on her head glows. As you see this power coursing through her and going into her, and you see the red gem that is on her forehead now take on even more of a sort of blazing, fiery appearance, more like the inside of a firestone than just a regular red gem. And the tips of her tail become that same turquoise as that central spot of the egg and ombre its way down back to the rest of the purple of her body. So cool. And as Max is floating in the air, he begins to glow more so. As his body begins to get taller, his limbs longer, as you see this evolution happen. Whoa! From Riolu to Lucario. Oh, that level grind. And as he goes up into the air and is glowing, stretching out, the limbs getting longer and, and more human-like, defined in a way, uh, less like a child and, and more of like teen proportions. Hashtag teen squad. You see also uh, his ears come up taller on his head and he has these, instead of like little nubbins on his arms that are these metallic things, they become these spikes on his hands. And additionally, rather than the regular Lucario blue, his blue fur takes on a lighter, more turquoise appearance. And there are streaks of these various shades of orange throughout. And his eyes, which would normally be a plain red, have that same burning appearance as Darla's stone on her forehead. Look at nice. Whoa. You love to see a ruin do its thing. You really do. And as they both come back down to the ground, slightly changed and significantly changed, respectively, both of them look at the two of you. And Sarah, what do you imagine Darla's voice sounds like? <gasps> what are you even kidding me right now? Oh, whoa. I mean, I think Darla, like, she'll melt you with your mind. Mm-hmm. And so she's just kind of playful. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Well, hi. What? Oh. Whoa. Hey. hey. Wait, what? And Darla oh like looks back at the <laughs> looks Wait, back what? at the nine tails. We Wait, both what? look back and we do like three double takes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hi, hey. Hey. Seely's gonna love this. <laughs> um, Darla turns to Seely. Hey. Or what is happening? You hear this telepathically rather than like an outright sort of yes. meowth talking. Like how Ninetales is talking yes, to you Yes, right exactly now. how Ninetales is talking to you. And Maximilian the Lucario looks at y'all and says, wait, what? 
Ninetales, I hope we're not disappointing you on this, but we're going to spend the first, like, five minutes of being able to talk to each other saying, what? How? Hey! <laughs> this has been the, the weirdest three days of my life. <laughs> yeah, nope, I think that's fair. Hey, come here! Oh my gosh! And Luca goes over to Max and he's uh, super pumped about this. What has happened is that Lucario and Espeon now have essentially once per day, rather than like how a ranger trainer could cast speak with Pokemon, it's more so that once per day they can cast speak with people. Oh, cool. <laughs> how cool is that? So it only lasts for 10 minutes, just like the spell. But during that specific time when it's activated, they can communicate telepathically. I feel like after three minutes of what? Whoa, hey! Um, that Ninetales is like, but listen, okay, but listen. But, all right. Um, but yes. please, uh, hey, look! Oh my gosh, Darla, Darla, can you do a cool jump? Whoa! Darla, can you float? Whoa! But listen, but listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. And she's like, it only lasts for like 10 minutes. Yes. Use it wisely. It is not permanent. It is permanent in the sense that you can do it any one day, but it's not all the time, so. Oh. But I have given you this so that you can tell them when the time comes to return, or if there is somewhere that you must take the stone that you are near, you can tell. Both of you are sensitive to these magics with your powers, you of reading auras and you of your psychic energies. Tell them when you are near somewhere that the stone must go, and have them go there. You will also know when it is time for the stone to return. It should be obvious, but in case there's any doubt, you'll know. Darla and Max are very serious, I feel like, and they nod. Or yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, they both nod. Yes, cool, got it, yeah. And also, Darla, we can pull some great pranks now. Girl, I know. <laughs> Girl, I know, and I'm already thinking about five. <laughs> I am so far ahead of you. <laughs> Okay, yeah, but I have some really good chip ones that you never knew, okay? You may stay as long as you like, but that is my charge to you. Thank you. I know that you will do well with this task, and I am glad that the stone has not fallen into the wrong hands. We bow. You do. I put the—we let Ninetales put the stone in the briefcase? Which one of you wants to hold on to it, and Ninetales just telepathically floats it over to you? Do you want to hold on to it? Yeah, totally. Cool. I would say that the Ninetales says— do not keep it in the briefcase. Oh, okay. It needs air. Yes. It could fit in the incubator that you're not currently oh, using. Oh, I'll do that. And you put it in there. Do you wish to do anything else here at the Solar Cairn while y'all are still here? Uh, I think Pearl gives each each uh, statue monkey a high five. Yes, you go up to all of the Darmanitan in case you... I know that I went the whole last episode without saying what they actually are. <laughs> But you go up to each of them and you do give them high fives. Great work, guys. Great job. Great job. <laughs> yeah, you should get a bonus. Make a strength saving throw. Nah, 15. Oh, look at that. Great. You don't, like, dislocate your shoulder from their Great. high fives. <laughs> I think we take a second. We dig a hole. Seely fills that hole of ice. And then we give Tang a glass of ice water before we leave. <laughs> 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 you do. Give him a good old supply of ice to last for a while. Like a big old chunk. You do, as the Oranguru nods and continues fanning himself, grateful for that. As it is still quite warm. <laughs> you see that outside of the immediate area here around the cairn, that still it is a fairly cloudy day. 
but that still the sun is up overhead. It is not in its exact position anymore uh, as it is moved over in the sky toward the west a little bit more, but it's still not super late in the day at this point. Well, I guess we should head back before it gets too late so that uh, we can get home. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that for the past little bit, Sully's probably been helping with the stones too and everything like that. Oh, yeah, we've been helping. Y'all been helping and everything. Yeah, many Um, hands make light work. Yeah. But she says, we can head back and we'll obviously uh, keep an eye on this one tonight. And she looks over at Ringo, who's still just like knocked out. (laughs) That Zen headbutt really did a number on him. We'll keep an eye on him, get him more secured, and we'll go toward Criminy City. Sounds like a plan. I don't want you all going by yourselves with this one. And I think I need to speak to whoever you're talking to if there's somebody there who can deal with this gym leader situation, whatever that is. I don't you like it. You and Detective Reynolds would get along great. Trust me. I look forward to meeting him. Uh, well, should we head on then? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. And y'all hop back on Tangerine and Dozer. Hold on, hold on, Sully. Oh, yeah. It makes sense to go home, right? Not to go to Criminy from this way. I would say so. I certainly need to get some things from there before we leave. Great. I just want to make sure we weren't, like, backtracking a day or something. No, 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 no. We'd just be going diagonal from here, so, you know, Pythagorean theorem and all that, but we'll we'll still be fine. When do you think that you've got to get to? I have no idea, Luca. <laughs> He's in charge of the calendar. Yeah, no, we're doing okay time-wise. <laughs> we got enough time to go home and then go there, yeah. I could be in charge of the calendar, but last time that happened, we definitely missed a buffet. Right, Sealy? Or, or. Yeah, you never let me live that one down. <laughs> okay, bye, Nine Tails. Bye, Tang. Big fans, big fans. You're doing great. You look great up there. Orin Guru nods at you all and waves with the leafy fan, and the Nine Tails nods as well as the tails just sort of sway in the light. Pearl continues to shout goodbye greetings or goodbye farewells the entire time until they're out of sight. Yeah. Well, see you soon. And as y'all are leaving, you see that the Darmanitan finish stacking the last stone back in place, and you watch them returning to their places and Sweet dreams! go back into their zen mode. Cool. friends jonah here to say thank you for listening to postcards from pearl this is our last episode using the pokemon 5e system we recorded it way back in february so it is hard to believe that the time is actually here our next couple of episodes after this one will technically be bonus episodes where we'll be going over a bunch of the changes from p5e to our new game pocket monster fight So if you're interested in game mechanics and want more of a frame of reference for what's happening when we start playing PMF, make sure to give those a listen. And if game mechanics aren't your thing, just hold on till July when we'll start releasing normal episodes again. 
Also, since we are ending this chapter of our journey and transitioning to a new game, we think it's only fitting to record another installment of Mordecai's Mailbox, our Patreon Q&A series, which is available for patrons of all levels. We'll be covering a lot of episodes all the way from number 45, Personal Day, to this episode, number 71. And a lot has happened since Pearl and Luca went to Parasol Village, so I'm sure y'all will have some great questions. If you want to submit questions for the Q&A, you can do so by tweeting at us, posting in the Discord, sending us an email, or sending us a voice recording. That's right, if you send us audio clips of your questions, we will put them in the episode and then answer them. And it does doesn't have to be anything fancy. You can just record it on your phone if you want, as long as we can understand you. But we would love to hear from you. We will be recording this Q&A episode in July. So please make sure to send those questions soon while they're still fresh on your brains. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our fabulous partner, Dice Envy. This week, check out the new 10-piece Party Down set. They are full of confetti, and they got some big pearl energy. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com Questco, or by using promo code Questco at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to give us a boost, please go over to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. We really want to continue increasing our visibility and reaching new people with this podcast, especially during this transitional period. And you leaving us a nice rating and review is a huge way that you can help us do just that. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you would like to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content like our Q&A episodes and patron rewards like actual postcards from Pearl. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so over at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Junior. You can also come hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for independent shows like ours. So we would love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Speaking of fan art, we've gotten some more beautiful art sent to us since our last episode. Thank you to Fairy Tale Girl MB at M Burgundy on Instagram for a fabulous piece featuring Darla and Sylvia, everyone's favorite evolutions with old lady names. And thank you to River over in the Discord for a great piece featuring the newly evolved Darla and a sketch of the gang meeting Mr. 90s. If you haven't seen those, go check out our Instagram and Twitter where we'll be sharing them or on the fan art page of the website where we've got a gallery of all the art that fans have sent us. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. 
I'd like to take a moment to thank the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thanks to Braxton Burks and Materia Collective for the songs The Burn Tower, Ecruteque City, Golden Horizons, and Rise to Victory. Thank you to Michael and Game Chops for the songs Relic Song, Route 3, Azalea Town, and Sacred Beasts. Thank you to Glitch X City for the songs Pokemon Sword and Shield Boutique Theme Remix and Pokemon Sword and Shield Glimwood Tangle Remix. Thank you to Insane in the Rain Music for Pokemon League Night, and thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio for Bastion and Ancient Stones. Thank you to Elliot Sharp for the song This Place That Time. Thanks to Eric Skiff for the song Is Sending. Thanks to Aaron Kenny for The Black Cat. And thank you to Protodome for On the Origin of Species. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr. That was, uh, <laughs> well, quite surprising. I wasn't expecting to have all that when we went out here to just learn some new moves. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the way it works with us. I told you we were good at Arcana stuff, so it makes sense why that check failed the first time. There was just a lot of out of things, a lot of things about to pop off. It's true, distractions, you know, but obviously, no, what we're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I never know what we're doing. <laughs> that might be my new favorite Luca moment. <laughs> That was a really good try, Luca. Yeah, yeah, thanks for that. And as y'all ride back to Sully's, let's talk about these level-up evolutions that have happened. Let's talk about level-ups. So, you want to just give everybody the lowdown on all the stuff that Darla's rocking now wow. as an espion? Man, let me tell you guys, I thought long and hard about that decision, and it feels so right now. I mean, y'all literally had two Pokemon who were like, yes, we evolve in the daytime with the sunlight. And I don't know what else we could have possibly waited for for that. Well, where do I begin, Jonah? I mean, she's an SBM now, so like totally different evolution. Yeah, psychic type now. Uh, just where you put the points, new feats, all the move changes, because like all of those are different or a lot of them are different anyway. Okay, um, so new moves are Bite, Covet, Confusion, Psybeam, and Dazzling Gleam. Yes, both Darla and Max each essentially got extra move from getting the power of the Radiant Stone uh, bestowed upon them, uh, and each of them got that extra. So Darla, with her Dazzling Gleam, obviously, that's coming from that cool gem on her forehead. Yeah, yeah. Um, some new features, we got Magic Bounce, once per long rest, when succumbing to a negative status effect, this Pokemon can instead reflect that effect back on the attacker, which is just so cool. Yes, that is her hidden ability that she got via taking the hidden ability feat right before evolving and getting those points. And then what else has she got? Uh, the other feature she has is Synchronize. It's kind of similar, but different. If this Pokemon becomes burned, paralyzed, or poisoned, its attacker receives a negative status condition as well. Yes, so that is the standard Espeon ability, and then Magic Bounce is the hidden ability that lets you bounce it back. 
Um, we've got new skills. She's uh, skilled in insight, persuasion, acrobatics, and arcana. Yeah, and which one of those does she have expertise in because she is at loyalty level three now? Arcana. Ooh, she knows the magics. Excellent. She's loyalty level three now. She's level eight, AC 16, hit points 84. And I think that covers everything. What's her wisdom at now? <laughs> 22. Goodness gracious. I put a lot of points in that category. Excellent. Tell us about Max. Maximilian the Lucario, who, even if it doesn't sound exactly like it when I'm doing it here, I do imagine his telepathic voice just being Max from Goofy Movie. <laughs> so if you want to just think about, yes, College Max, X Games, <laughs> that's, that's what's happening there in his brain. So Maximilian the Lucario has inner focus. He's got that extra move. He feet-wise grabbed Savage Attacker. So on his melee attacks, he can roll him twice, take the higher damage. And then he also got Melee Master, a cool ability similar to Great Weapon Master D&D feat. Before you make a melee attack, you can choose to take a minus five penalty to the attack roll. If the attack hits, you add plus 10 to the attack's damage. Move-wise, now he's rocking Power-Up Punch, Bullet Punch, Force Palm, Metal Claw, and Blaze Kick. And became proficient in Arcana. Makes sense for both him and Darla. Being a Lucario reads the aura of things. Is aware of that around him. 84 hit points now, AC 15. And uh, really, what's been bumped for him, strength, dex, and con. Strength, 20, dex, 18, con, 15. Wow, powerhouse. Another good, strong dog. (laughs) We love a good dog on Teen Squad. But y'all spend the rest of the afternoon riding back towards Sully's dugout and you get there in the late afternoon, early evening. What else would you like to do to prepare to head out next day or tonight or what What are you thinking? It is up to you. I would say I believe that uh, at some point along the way, pretty early on, Ringo woke up from his uh, being Zen headbutted and knocked out, but he didn't really say much along the way as y'all were riding. He seemed quite sullen. You also notice that he still has both of his Pokeballs on his belt. I mean, I think we make sure he's, like, secure when we get back to Sully's. Mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, Sully's definitely got some rope. Y'all hog tie him even more the rest of the way, just like Ricky Jones showed you while y'all were out riding. But, like, I think we have a little, like, mini victory party. Mm-hmm. Coco makes some food. We feed Ringo some beans. Yeah, feed him some beans. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I asked Sully, Sully, what are you packing before the trip? Is there anything we need to bring? Are you bringing a cool outfit that you haven't worn since retirement? Kind of like a superhero outfit. Because let me tell you, if you had a spandex outfit and Noy Batman had a spandex outfit, whoa, that would just be uncanny. I've got some clothes I haven't busted out in a while since I've just been out here. And uh, it's usually just workout gear. Yeah, let's freshen up that wardrobe, Sealy! Oh no! Donna! Espy! And Elmer! We got the fashion crew! (laughs) Okay, Elmer specializes in bedazzling, so if you don't want that, you've got to let us know now. I don't want to be bedazzled. All right, Elmer, put the bedazzle gun away. Okay, a little hot glue, a little hot glue, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) A couple secret gems. Sully, this is for your benefit, I swear. (laughs) And y'all 
freshen up her outfit. She, I think, gets out one that is like a nicer sort of, uh, you know, official trainer looking kind of outfit that she has not worn in a while because she's had no reason to. But she she goes along with it. Oh, nice. Very sweet. Very, Very sweet. graciously. Yes. Yay. I think that. We have uh, also Georgie style her hair. Yes. <laughs> Not like there's anything wrong with her hair. I mean, really just a nice, you know, deep conditioning treatment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just really getting she in there. She loves the hands. Yeah. She, she's like, I got to do something with these hands. <laughs> I simply must. Let me massage, massage the scalp. Massage the scalp. Yeah. Celie paints her nails. You know, Elmer puts some cucumbers on her face. <laughs> The trick is moisturize. Moisturize, and when in doubt, moisturize. Right, Zeely? Oh, oh. <laughs> As she puts a little extra on herself. <laughs> but yeah, so y'all spend the rest of the evening doing that stuff. I think that you take turns. Well, I don't know if you do as much, but Luke and Sully kind of definitely take turns with who's keeping an eye on Ringo to make sure he doesn't try to get off anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I think I also try to just drill Ringo with a hundred questions. <laughs> What's your favorite color? What did you do when you were five? What is, uh, you know, like just full classic pearl mode. And I imagine she has like a bouncy ball that she's just bouncing on the back of the wall close to his head. Uh-huh. It's a little rough. You accidentally hit him in the face with it a couple of times. Sorry, bouncing it against I thought the wall. you were going to catch it. How would I do that? Okay, sorry. Let's go back. What's your favorite food? Have you ever eaten ice cream? What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Are you actually asking him or are you just asking him a million questions? (laughs) I don't know if he responds, but. I think that uh, unless coerced, he is pretty silent. Have you always been this silent? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Pearl thinks she's being very kind to him. Let the record state. Oh, yeah. She's trying to, like, you know, adapt him. Like. This is how we ride, you know, mm-hmm. just because you're an outlaw doesn't mean that you can't turn around, you know, open up. It's going to help. <laughs> Make a persuasion check at disadvantage to see if he warms up at all. Help me help you. <laughs> Eleven. His attitude does not seem to get worse over all the right. course of the evening. That's good. But as y'all hang out some more. Also, Elmer paints his toes. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't help but appreciate the toga pee paint and the toenails. <laughs> no matter how mad you want to be, like, come on. Right. But anything else before you all do a long rest and get ready to start your journey tomorrow to actually get into Criminy City? No, I swear. So over the course of this next long rest, who would you like to bond with? Do you want to do any loyalty, any stuff like that? I would like to bond with Levy. Okay, bond with Levy. Cool. So he does not get the regular effects of the bonding, but that does automatically clear half of a shadow meter with him in addition to the half that he clears from holding the wishing star. So that's another full bar gone. Nice. He also would have cleared one more half a bar from holding the wishing star the previous night before y'all went out to the solar cairn, which means that now he is at... uh, Wow, with that, only a little under two bars remaining to clear. Isn't that excellent? That's great. How many tenths do I have of the second bar still? So you've got eight tenths left of that one. Great. We have to go over this a little bit because we keep track of this differently. So by my math, he is at 1.8 out of five bars remaining. And if you like my math, he's two out of five. And out of that second bar, it's eight tenths. 
And with that, as you bond with him and uh, Luca actually bonds with Clefairy this evening, I think that y'all spend some time actually working with the two of them together. I was thinking there would be a sparring match actually between them. Yeah, do you want to do that? Well, I mean, I don't want to take too much time. I think we could do it really quick if you okay, want. Yeah. yeah, I felt like that's what honestly they would have done. Well, I love that. Yeah, I think that that's a great way to do the bonding for this. Cool. So with this, as we're going into it, y'all spend some time bonding with them. And during the course of this, they're under two bars. So they get back their second non-shadow moves. So nice. But as you and Luca line up in the stone arena near Sully's dugout to do some training with your shadow Pokemon, you send out Levy and he sends out the Clefairy. Both of y'all roll initiative. Five. Uh, Well, okay, it's a seven total for Luca, so he didn't do much better. It's been a long day. (laughs) All right. But starting off, Luca says, all right, Clefairy, let's just start off pretty easy. Do a dual double slap. Does a 15 hit Levy? Yeah. That is going to be five points of damage. And then it hits again for another four points of damage. And then it hits again for another six points of damage. And that is all. Wow. With a total of 15 points of damage, Clefairy comes forward and three slaps against Levy. Okay, don't let him, don't let Clefairy have that Levy. Bug bite. Roll to hit. 23. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah, 12, 15. 15 is going to be halved to eight as the fairy type Pokemon resists the bug move. Okay, all right, let's see. Um, Try your shadow screech. Oh, Luca. We got good pokies trying to sleep in here. And as it hits automatically, Pineco takes eight points of damage. All right, Levy, Shadow Rust. Rust. Shadow Rust? Yeah, we're a little rusty. 16. (laughs) 16 does hit. Nine. Great. Nine points of damage to the Clefairy, who takes that Shadow Rush with a Clefairy and is going to again go for a double slap, just pursing her lips and trying to smack him with a 16 to hit. Yep. Five points of damage. And then it hits again for four points. Hits again for three points. Hits again for five points. Wowza. And does not hit again. Well, this is definitely going to be a good night battle. Wow! As this Clefairy seems determined not to give up as she just continues slapping. Uh, As you have seen uh, in the battle with Zilla before, and now uh, this Clefairy just loves to slap. (laughs) Uh, Shadow Rush with 16. That is going to hit. Ooh, yeah, 11. 11 points of damage, nice. All right, yeah, okay, fine, you're right. We won't try to wake anybody else up. Just keep on double slapping. Yeah, I promise you this fight will be over quickly. It's a 19 to hit. Wowza. Three points of damage, and it only hits the once. As Levy, like, jumps out of the way, like, Pinecow. Like, I don't want that anymore. <laughs> I'm done with that. This is for your own good, Levy. I'm sorry. Uh, Shadow Rush. 18? 18 hits. Six. Ooh, Clefairy's looking pretty beat up, too. Seriously? Yeah. Great. Yeah. But she is going to go to double slap again. Ooh, that one's only a 13 to hit. Does that hit? That hits. Okay. With four points of damage, and it only hits one time. As she's getting a little worn out. Clefairy! As she goes to slap again. But Levy, once again, hops out of the way after the first one. He straightens his big rimmed glasses. Yes, he does. <laughs> Bang Ooh, 19. 19. Natural. Natural, 19. So 24. Yeah, that hits. 
five points of damage. Five points of damage. Cool. All right, with five points, Clefairy winded. It's going to use her last double slap that she has the PP for, but that is going to hit with a 17, as that's six points of damage, and then nine points of damage. Oh, KO. Clefairy. Whoa. With two big slaps, she sends Levy back to you as you oh, catch him in his spiky little body. Oh. It's okay, Levy. It's okay. It's take it easy. Take it easy. Whoa, Luca. And Clefairy is going to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, yeah. With an unnatural 20, she succeeds. <laughs> as he's like, all right, Clefairy. Nice, nice. You're getting good, Salvatore. Hey, you too. Look, I wasn't really expecting for us to have some other weird egg to hold on to today or rock or whatever it is. But I'm just I'm just happy that I feel like we're still doing good. You know? Oh, yeah, totally. Was there a time when we weren't? No, I mean, that we're still doing good. <laughs> Are you saying that maybe you got a little, like, ah, uh, no more big spear tomb to carry around? Missed it? I don't know. Maybe I kind of missed it a little bit. I know. I kind of get what you're saying. Like, I feel like now we have that bigger drive again. Yeah, yeah, you know, like something to... I mean, not something to look forward to, because we got plenty to look forward to, you know. We got hopes and dreams just like anybody else. We got things we want to do, but I don't know. It it does feel good to be, like, doing something, I don't want to say important, because, you know, the stuff, the other stuff we're doing is important, too. But you know what I mean? I think I do. I mean, I love a good gym battle. Don't get me wrong. But it's like we got a mission again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whatever this mission is, I'm sure, I mean... I got a feeling that from what we're hearing about Criminy City that we're going to have to keep our eyes peeled out there, too. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling Sully's going to take care of a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's tough. I mean, like, even though her dad's been part of the Elite Four for, I mean, obviously longer than I've been alive, but about as long as dad's been around, you know, she's she's really tough herself. What do you think about all these gym leaders, kind of, though? Sounds like they're kind of shady. Yeah. Like, I mean, I liked Lem. Yeah, I liked Lem too, but yeah, you're right. If like, if this one's, you know, up to no good, if he's got something going on, then I mean, I don't know. I didn't deal as much with gym leader stuff, uh, you know, on an individual level. Like I'd seen him around and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when various ones go in or out, if somebody else takes over the position, like, you know, uh, I don't really know this Leroy guy that well since I mean, he took over for the like, old gym leader. Sounds like it was kind of rigged. I think Sully deserves to be there. It sounds like. I mean, she said that she just lost the battle against him, so I don't know. He must be pretty good either way. I guess, but I don't know. Something's just not sitting right with me. Yeah. We're just going to have to keep an eye out. I mean, if Darla and Max are able to <laughs> get a good read on things, I mean, he has his whole aura ordeal and she's got psychic powers now which is cool congrats by the way you too, man. <laughs> uh you know hopefully they'll help us get a good read on things i feel good about where we're getting to though with with the training and everything because i don't know who we're gonna be up against in this tournament or what's gonna be going on me either oh you got a bug on you oh thanks <laughs> I imagine they're just like after the battling, like they're just sitting down in the dirt. Yeah. And Pearl's just kind of tracing stuff with her fingers and they're watching the sun go down. Yeah. I think this is one of those moments that even though we might not necessarily like 
act them out all the time. It fully happens role on the regular. Yeah, I think that yes. this is a very regular thing for them to just like kind of get to talk to each other. Because I mean, like, <laughs> y'all spend a lot of time on the road. I so agree with that. And I, I was thinking about this the other day, actually. Sometimes it feels like maybe Pearl doesn't listen to Luca mm-hmm. or bosses him around, which she unfortunately definitely does. <laughs> But I was thinking about why he maybe tolerates it better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because she talks to him more than anybody else. Like, this, oh, yeah. you know, like these conversations are the reg. Oh, yeah. This is not a rare occurrence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he says, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> this tournament, though, like, I don't know if we're going to be split up into tiers or if it's just going to be, you know, mix all our names up and slap us on the board and see what happens. I mean... <laughs> Oh, so you think we might go against each other? We might. Oh. Huh. Okay. That yeah. will be tough. <laughs> I know your team. Well, I know. <laughs> I know. Him. <laughs> He's like, I know yours, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> Fonta and Oscar terrifying me. <laughs> I have nightmares about Doofus. What? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. Whatever happens, man. Yeah. Well, we'll just make sure that whichever one of us, if one of us goes through or if neither of us goes through, We'll keep an eye out on what's going on, and if things start getting shady, we'll do whatever we can to keep the situation under control. Totally. Yeah. Hey, I want you to know, I was not going to take the money deal for the Amanita town with Wingo and stuff. I mean, I never considered it. It didn't even come into my mind. It wasn't interesting to me at all. No, no. It makes me thankful that like we had that conversation with uh, what what was the name? Uh, Theo, Theo, Theo at that time. Yeah, yeah, they were really nice. Yeah, yeah, I think that you know, I just wanted you to know it wasn't even in my mind. No, no, I know that. Okay, I could tell. No, you're good. And I think I mean, what do you do with all those pokies? Dollars. Buy nice things. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but. I don't know. I got enough Pokeballs to last me, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I know. I mean, I had different priorities. And look, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be honest, Pearl. I'm not, I may not show it as much because, you know, I'm not walking around in anything super decadent. But, I mean, like, my family's got money. Obviously, money doesn't make you happy. Dude, mine too. My dad owns a cruise ship. <laughs> 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 a lot of time it could just complicate stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, but a lot of times it can also get you an endless buffet. I mean, that that's true. <laughs> I mean, whoever whoever they were trying to take that thing to, I mean, take the, the Radiant Stone to, that's not a small amount of money. 500000 Sheesh. Yeah, that, okay, that was the thing, though. That is a lot of pokey dollars. Yeah. I mean, do you think that they were going to take it to Il Drago? Or do you think he's got somebody else he's working with or for or whatever? My guess is that they were definitely going to like, I bet El Drago was going to be at the town and make the exchange himself. Yeah, either he would or he'd have somebody else who he trusted do it. Yeah, but if it's that much money, who are you really going to trust? Well, it depends on how much money you got to begin with. I guess, yeah. yeah. It seems like a guy with means. So I don't know. But it also sounds like whatever's going on, Mooney's been in contact with a uh, old stepdaddy or at least somebody who works for him. Wait, what? There's a stepdad? My stepdad. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, I thought you knew Mooney's family for a second. No. <laughs> hey, look at my dirt drawing. And she's been drawing in the dirt the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of uh, Max and uh, Darla. Nice. <laughs>
But yeah, if that's how we got shadow Pokemon, I don't know anybody else who's just making those around the place. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you should watch out. I think Darla filled your toothpaste with something that's not toothpaste. Oh, no. Do you know what? I think it's shaving cream. Oh, who even shaves it? Well, I mean, it was a funny thought. Believe me, we exchanged the thought, and we both got a good chuckle. But <laughs> now I kind of want to warn you about it. Here, take my toothpaste that Sully gave me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Anytime, anytime. But how about this thing, huh? And he pulls out the Radiant Stone. And speaking of which, this is what the Radiant Stone does. Oh, okay. The Radiant Stone. This smooth round stone is tan and has a turquoise circle in the middle with five red-orange sunbeams emerging from the center point. Once per day, a trainer can attempt an arcana check of 15 to use the stone. If successful, the trainer can teach one of their Pokemon an egg move available to that Pokemon's evolutionary line. A Pokemon can only know one egg move at a time with this power unless it is hatched knowing a different egg move or is proficient in the Arcana skill. This check is made at advantage when teaching a move to a purified shadow Pokemon. Whoa. Can I have Fanta try this? You could, but it would be to like replace the move that he got from Tang because Tang basically did that. Yeah, his his like move tutoring was his version of what this stone does, so that would still count. Which is very cool. Yeah, but a Pokemon like Darla can note, you know, more than one of these moves because she's proficient with Arcana, and that's why Max can as well, uh, and how they got those extra ones. But so if a Pokemon is like, if you hatch a Pokemon from an egg and it knows an egg move, then it can get an extra one. But then if you're trying to teach an egg move to a purified shadow Pokemon, like who does not have one yet, uh, then you make that check at advantage. Also, obviously, if you have a Pokemon who is proficient in Arcana, like Darla or Max, then they can give you advantage on that roll as well because they're proficient and that's just how the skills work in the game. Makes sense. Yeah. But he just holds out this stone and y'all look at it for a minute as it is very warm to the touch, gives off a little bit of heat. I wonder if we can make marshmallows over it. I don't know if it's quite that hot. I mean, like, <laughs> it's not burning my hands. But anything else with Luca before y'all heal up your Pokemon from their little sparring match and go to end the day? No, I don't think so. All right. And well, with that, you all settle in for your long rest throughout the night. Luca and Sully taking shifts of keeping watch of Ringo, making sure he doesn't get into anything. But y'all bed down and get ready to head out tomorrow to make your way to Criminy City. Woo, I'm so excited. And that is where we'll end this episode.
the nine tails walks over to pause, pause for a moment. Put this at the end of the episode. Guys, 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 guys. Okay, Jonah said, come see is the nine tail. And then his little hands made this like paw motion like he was walking. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Thank you, post credits. We out. <laughs> I wish I had a gif of this. And telepathically you feel ape voice, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. That can also go in the post credits. Are you looking for high quality, family friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podicon Go is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit PodiconGo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go Family-Friendly Podcast Network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go! Postcard from Pearl and Postcards from Pearl is a fan-made podcast and is not affiliated with Nintendo, Game Freak, or the Pokemon Company.